Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. These so-called geniuses in the National Football League. And we just realized, Ricky, we should have informed him we're doing Skype, but he probably prefers to just do the, the, the phone anyways. It's all good. But we just heard the update there. Cliff Kingsbury interviewing for NFL head coaching job. I think that's nuts. The guy never had a winning record before. All right? Like, seriously. Honestly, I could coach college football and put up 48 points a game, and my defense could give up 72 points a game. Like, that's not, like, I you know. It's insanity to me. Oh, and let, let Todd Munkin's interviewing for jobs. Yeah, 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 Todd Munkin. Todd Munkin's an idiot, all right? Todd Munkin interviewing for jobs. Guy was lucky to get a job at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, let's bring in, uh, let's bring in Ricky Sanders right now. <laughs> you bring up good points, though. Like, Cliff Kingsbury is, like, Cliff the last Kingsbury. guy I'd hire. Like, what's he, what, what what's he done at Texas? They're, 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 they don't do anything. They're actually regressing as a program. They're not getting any he better. Got fired. You had Patrick Mahomes. I've never seen a co-coach get hey. fired from, although, although, Oh, yeah, and it's just not that Cliff Kingsbury also didn't like Baker Mayfield. Yeah. The same Cliff Kingsbury. They So Cliff Kingsbury is an offensive genius, but he's the same guy that didn't want Baker Mayfield as his quarterback. And I never knew that getting fired from Texas Tech made you such a hot, hot commodity, commodity in the NFL. It's nuts. Let's bring in uh, Ricky Sanders right now, who's uh, still feeling it. Look forward to his opinion on this. Sorry, it has to be done, but <laughs> got to bring it up. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky Sanders joins us. So, Ricky... Are you one of these people that 100,000% blame Cody Parkey and the field goal kicker? Or you say, hey, you know what? They scored 15 points all game. And B, the field goal was tipped. Or C, they knew that Parkey sucked. But they and didn't it just him. could come back and bite you in the ass, and it did. <laughs> How did you accept this Parkey stuff? Yeah, I'm on Team C there that they've been dealing with Parkey all year long and he has cost them games if they did not cut him earlier in the season. So, I mean, it actually was smart that they took a shot to the end zone to play before. When you think that, you know, Parkey's your kicker, I was kind of yelling at the TV at the time. It was my initial instinct. But then after thinking about it after the game, I, I noted I was wrong that uh, the play, at, you know, right before they attempted the field goal, they quick snapped it and went for, I think it was Allen Robinson deep in the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, it was, it was smart to, you know, try anything you could possibly do. It was do a weird play at the time. No, it's I very thinking, bright. Very bright. I was, I was thinking the, the same time. thing, though. You like, need a touchdown. Nagy's probably thinking, <laughs> all right, maybe we could steal one here and we're going to catch them off guard. I'm thinking, all right, you don't have any timeouts then at that point in time, but I'm thinking the whole drive. You got to be obsessed with getting as many yards as you can. Yeah. Like, you know, was there time for a quick hit and turn this thing into a 37 yarder, Ricky, you know? And, you know, we saw the Chargers play small ball yesterday very, very successfully. It was a crazy play late in the game, guys. 
where they were trying to kill the clock with about a minute and a half left or whatever, and it was third and long, and Phillip Rivers threw the ball. They didn't get the first down, no. but they, they weren't trying to get the first down. They it was basically more space to we're buy. We're trying yeah. to buy like another yeah. 15, 10 yards here, and we trust Rivers that much mm-hmm. to complete this pass because otherwise the clock stops and you're putting it back to Baltimore with nearly two minutes left. Yep. It was a ballsy, smart football play that they did at the time. So I see you were going with that, but as a Buffalo Bill fan, I feel your pain going back to Norwood, and and there's a famous story of Thurman Thomas, and he confirmed it to me off the record even, in which Thurman Thomas told Jim Kelly in the huddle, give me the ball one more time. He goes, I'll get it out of bounds, trust me. He said, just pitch it to me, I'm going to get it out of bounds. And he told Kelly... We need five more yards. We need five more yards. Kelly looked at him and said, we don't have time, and ignored him. And then, boom, the rest is history. But the thing is, Norwood was like 18 and 19 from 45 in and like two for four or something from 45 out. And Thurman, like, Thurman's a smart guy. Yeah, he is. He basically said, Jim, we got to get it to 45 and in here. And he said, and we're on grass. He said, one more play, one more play. And basically to this day, he maintains Norwood would have made the kick. Thomas said, I would have got us another five to seven yards. If you look at the kick, he would have made it from there. That's how close the kick was. I know. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah, I know. Sorry, buddy. All right. Also, by the way, if you look at it, since they cut Robbie Gold, uh, I think he's missed three field goals. Their field goal kickers are 72%. Yeah. Robbie Gould's good as Gould. He's been great. What was it with Chicago, though, and you guys? So you get this guy, and then you had Bartman before. There's always got to be, like, that one, like, that scapegoat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what the the funny thing is? is I literally just saw it on Twitter. Is a local beer company is now running a promotion this weekend where you can attempt the 43-yard kick because everyone is talking about that they could have made the kick, and if you make it, you get free beer for a year. So They won't make it. Drew before the most, m- most people will not make that kick. It won't, it's not as easy as people think. Yeah. And I used alone, to kick, too. You it's don't have easy. Chris Long putting his hands guy. up. No, it's hard. What do you think, Ricky? Can you do it? I see I you've got a Twitter so. poll I'm going. Gonna, I'm going to put it on video. Yeah, I I mean, I've hit an extra point. That's about as far as I've done. I've played some kickball, but I'm all upper body, so I think I'm going <laughs> to give it a shot. Cam, Cam used to be I a kicker. I used to be a kicker right now. I could not kick what a 43-yard field in, goal. What was your in your heyday? Eh, probably low 40s. I used to kick uh, off a tee uh, field goals, but just alone. There was no one trying to block yeah. it. And I my consistency factor topped out at 35. Yeah, it's hard. They man. were like line drives too. Yeah. It wasn't like I was booting them through like I the uplines here. 43 is not easy. It's not with a def- with an oncoming defensive line push. It's not it's amazing. But he's a pro kicker. You know what's amazing though is my mother's husband, not even a big football fan at all. Not a big sports guy, uh, Ricky. But you know like on New Year's Eve and stuff or like you know over the holidays, sports networks always have the, you know, the plays of the year mm-hmm. and their year in review. Even he brought it up. He goes, it's unbelievable. I saw it. He goes, uh, do you believe that kicker on the Bears actually hit the uprights four times in one game once? It's amazing to me that he actually managed to hit the uprights and the crossbar somehow. I know. Like, it's just, yeah. It's sick. It is what it is. Hey, so, you know, that's sports. It's the, true. The Bears weren't winning the Super Bowl anyways. Nope. I know it's, it's frustrating, but they weren't winning the Super Bowl anyways. So, Ricky... Um, college football national championship tonight. They do have a single game showdown. Any interest? You play one lineup recreationally? Is this something nah, I'm just going to pass on? 
I like to have an advantage when I'm playing, and because I focus so much on the pros, uh, that's probably not something I would give a shot to, although I will watch the game uh, and potentially bet on it. The question <laughs> is where, and I don't even have a lead there yet. So Take the uh, over. I'm pretty focused on NBA for tonight. Yeah. Is yeah. it the over? Is that the play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I bet, so at least I'm, I'm not just saying yeah, yeah, it. That's, that's what I put my money on. I'll tell you, Gabe, this okay. DraftKings lineup I put up together for college, the best lineup I've ever put together. All right, we're, <laughs> we're going to get to it after. Let's get to some it's NBA. Actually, yeah. Yeah, it's a, Let's, let's get to some NBA here tonight. So uh, uh, theme of the night tonight. What's the theme of the night tonight in the NBA for DFS, uh, Ricky? The theme of the night, I think, is building around the best value because we got the news uh, early today that the Nets are going to be resting multiple guys. You've got no Damari Carroll, which is certainly noteworthy. You've got no Joe Harris. So they are really thin in terms of their wings. I think you got to start tonight with Shabazz Napier and with Rodion's Couric's because they basically just don't have anywhere else to go. I mean, as of late, Dinwiddie's minutes have been down, and they've been down because Shabazz Napier's been playing so well. So I think you're going to see a lot of smaller lineups from them. Like, you you don't want to play Jared Dudley if you can avoid it, even though he'll see some minutes tonight. What about Russell? And, and you know, back-to-back, back, but Russell's been a freaking machine, man. And it's amazing how... When you know the Nets have good ball movement, Ricky. I watch a lot of net games. I'm down with. I like Atkinson and what they're doing, and it's amazing. Like D'Angelo Russell, sort of a selfish player, that selfish mentality with the Lakers. But the the the, the Nets move the ball around, and then it leads to more shots. Like he passes it, but then he gets it back again, and then he gets the shot. He's really becoming a more all around basketball player, D'Angelo Russell. But they played last night, and he played real well. Is that a turnoff for you for Russell tonight? Yeah, so there's multiple ways to look at this game. Either you're playing the cheap guys, and then you're complimenting with someone like Russell. And if you're playing Russell, you're expecting this game to remain close. So you're likely playing one of or both of Kyrie Irving or Al Horford, too, and just hoping this game shoots out. But if you don't want to go that route, there's the route that they're the second end of a back-to-back. You know, Russell's actually been playing some big minutes lately. Like, he was a guy earlier this year who we were worried was not getting to 30 minutes. You look at the course of his last five, we're talking about a guy 33 and a half minutes. So all of a sudden, they're extending him beyond that. On the second end of a back-to-back, you just never know with Atkinson. And if this game does get out of hand, then you could be looking at, you know, the last time that that, uh, I think it was Joe Harris sat out and this team was really thin. We got a blowout and we had 27 minutes of Kenneth Fareed, who had his best game of the entire season. So if you do expect this game to blow out, you can avoid someone like Couric. I think Napier's your play either way. And you could go with some of these bench guys. Theo Pinson played 29 minutes in that game. And, uh, Kenneth Fareed was right behind him. So I think you got to take a stand on whether this game stays close or not. And if it doesn't, you could get some like 2% ownership guys off this Nets bench who go crazy. Uh, I hate yeah. talking about the superstars, uh, but James Harden. Must play? Yeah, it just seems like why why wouldn't he be uh, a play uh, tonight? And I see the optimizer likes Bodag Bodanovich uh, tonight a hell of a lot, Ricky, as well. Yeah, a few things there. So James Harden has a really good history against Gary Harris, who's known as one of the best edge defenders, uh, wing defenders, rather. And, I mean, if you look at James Harden recently, like last game, he had the worst first half he could possibly have. He finished with 60 fantasy points. He had like a 20 real point third quarter. So, I mean, it's really hard to hold James Harden down for an entire game. We've seen some monster outings from him in the last week and a half against Memphis and Boston. So, basically – 
if he's 12K or under, I'm just playing him. I, like, don't even care who he's playing. And, sure, you can make the Gary Harris argument, but he's torched him in the past and they're favored and it should be a close game. And then Bogdanovich should start in this game, play upwards of 30 minutes. In this starting role, he's gotten to the mid-30s, which has kind of hurt a few of the other starters. De'Aaron Fox has seen his usage kind of dip. Uh, but that's really good for Bogdan Bogdanovich. There's no Amon Shumpert. We found out Bagley's playing, but that doesn't really affect him. That's more of a second-unit thing. And, you know, Magic just not a great defending team. So he's 5,300, whereas in this similar role, we've seen him around 6K in the last week or so. This is just such a crazy price depreciation where it doesn't, doesn't seem necessary. There doesn't seem to be a reason why he would have dipped. So we love Bogdan Bogdanovich tonight. Well, Ricky, you can't afford all three, so hard the must play. So Davis, Greek Freak, Jokish, like I guess when you're building a lineup, like you can't afford everybody. Who do you leave out out of uh, the big guns tonight? Yeah, so I actually like the going the route of building around Harden and then taking a bunch of the mid-tier guys. I think there's a lot of guys from like the 6 to 8K range who should really smash. I mean, yeah. the guy we really like tonight is Yusuf Nurkic. There is some blowout risk there, but like if you look at his minutes lately, we're talking about a guy who, you know, again, sort of similarly uh, to D'Angelo Russell, like Nurkic was having issues with his minutes getting up and around 30. And lately we're talking about a 31, 32 minute player whose assist rate is way up. Like his assist rate over the course of the last week is pretty similar to someone like Nikola Vucevic. And you get the Knicks. I mean, their center defense has been bottom five all year long. And Nurkic, I mean, we've seen his ceiling as of late. He had that 80-plus fantasy point explosion. Only 8,000. He's been a monster at home this season. Yeah, and he's he's gone up in price, but still, his ceiling, when he's getting those kind of minutes, is huge. What, what about uh, DeAndre Jordan tonight? Another guy in that, in that range, $6,100. I was looking at Capella, uh, but I think Jordan can give me pretty close to what Capella can for, for a lot cheaper uh, Wes Matthews is another Maverick I was looking at tonight. Uh, what, what's your take on Jordan and uh, and the Mavericks against the Lakers, a LeBron-less Laker team once again? Yeah, the entire Lakers team tonight is underpriced. I don't know why. Uh, you got Harrison Barnes, 5,100. Uh, you have, I mean, just everyone. DeAndre Jordan, 6,100. Dennis Smith Jr. is like 4,500. I don't know why they priced him that way. There is a decent spread here, and Kuzma may not play, which does worry you about a blowout with the Lakers on the second end of a back-to-back. But you look at this construction of the Lakers team without LeBron, they're taking a lot more uh, high-risk, low-reward type shots. They're not shooting as well from the field as you would expect, which leads to a lot more rebounds. So people are going to look at the history of DeAndre Jordan against this team. I think this is just about as good of a matchup as he's had against this team, and you look at him, I mean, he's grabbed double-digit rebounds in 13 of the last 14 games, and the one outlier was the game where they got blown out by Philadelphia. So, I mean, he's just so consistent that he's basically a lock for, for us. The problem is there's just so many centers to choose from. You mentioned Capella. Uh, he's a guy who's been playing in the mid-30s of minutes in a competitive game. Yeah. And I don't want to veer too far from Dallas because, I mean, you just talk about you know the rest of the guys on this team. I think this is a team stack opportunity. If this game stays close, I think there's four or five guys in this team who could exceed value. Um, if Harrison Barnes has you know a twenty plus real point game, he's going to crush. It just it just doesn't make sense the way a bunch of these like lower tier guys are priced. You just have to guess right here. My favorites are DeAndre Jordan, Barnes, and Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, you know what doesn't make sense. And I'm looking at Lonzo Ball's free throw attempts uh, on the year. 
This is like James Harden, two games. On the year, he's 18 of 42. So not only is it pathetic <laughs> that you're less than 50% from the free throw line, it's pathetic. I don't understand how you can play in 40 games and only get to the free throw line 42 times. Lonzo Ball coming off a game, guys, in which he was held scoreless. It's almost yeah, impossible. I mean, I think he needs- how do you play 22 and a half minutes and not score? A single point in an <laughs> NBA game. And it's not like you're playing for Princeton in these 50-48 yeah. games where I'm playing defense. No, no defense. <laughs> like, it's like, Great dude, point, he took four shots. I didn't like the pick when it happened. I know he can be a decent fantasy player, and that's the thing. You know, yeah, he can put fantasy numbers up. Alonzo Ball, bro, what, what an enigma this kid is, Ricky. So I actually like him as a player more than you do, and I can make a strong case as to why it was the Lakers' fault that he shot that way last game. <laughs> they played both Zubats and JaVale McGee in the starting lineup instead of Kyle Kuzma, who helps stretch the floor, which not only – I mean, Kuzma's low-key a very good passer as well, as is LeBron James. So I think that starting lineup bodes a lot better for him when you've got other guys who can take away from the offensive you know, attention – and that can get him the ball in open space. I mean, he's not a guy who wants to create his own shot, so they can get him the ball. And then you get two guys who can't shoot, uh, who need to be down low. It just doesn't bode well for Toronto. So I'll excuse him for that one game. Hey, great to have you on board, Ricky. Thanks, we'll Ricky. talk on Thursday. Great stuff, buddy. <laughs> Sounds good. Ricky Sanders. <laughs> Lakers fault. Not balls fault, I like game. that. Like, yeah, because I'll tell you, I, I like that argument. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love Ricky, but I'm not buying that. (laughs) Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network continues. I am Gabriel Morenzi. We appreciate everybody tuning in uh, via YouTube, iHeartRadio, whatever uh, format that you tune in to listen to us. Great to have Cam Stewart throwing it down uh, with us uh, in yeah. the NYC. We're going to miss you, Cam. I'm going to know what, Gabe. I wish I could stay longer. Unfortunately, uh, you guys are getting, you know, I, I don't have too. Deep, I'm like, I, don't I have wish I could go and get wasted tonight, watch the games, but. You got a flight in the morning. You got a morning show. Yeah, you got to be at the airport at like 6 a.m. I get up at 6 a.m. Maybe we'll have a cold one after uh, the show, but. Uh, I don't really do just one cold one. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> That's no, the, the thing yeah. is, too, what yeah, am I going to do? Yeah, Drink four yeah, beers yeah, and then go yeah, home? Yeah, or, know, yeah, and, and then you're like, like, hey, where are the beers? Nah, exactly. I get it. You want, Basically, once your motor started, you're going for a drive. You're not taking it around the block or just parking it. Like, you're, you're, yeah, I, I get it. I get your drift. I know a lot of people like that, too. I could have a few beers. Like, you saw me the day we had the thing. Like, I had eight beers at the bar, but it was beer. Yeah. It's not, like, really drinking. 
That's what we talked about. We, we mentioned this a lot on the show. Like Brian Burke, like having a bunch of beers and watching the Chargers-Raven uh, game, like I was still doing pretty good. So once the alcohol started flowing in shots, uh, then it's on. All right, so um, we're going to get to Cam's uh, lineup. I got a couple sure. of lineups to share uh, with you as uh, well. You got an NBA and a college football? That is correct. Yeah. All right, is it official right now? The Green Bay Packers have hired Titans offensive coordinator Matt LaFleur as their new head coach. I don't like that. Jeff Kingsbury got a job at USC. He quit USC already because he thinks he's getting all these offers in the NFL. Better be careful there, Cliff. Can I tell you something? So you look at the Tennessee Titans and and LaFleur's offense, really? You're telling me. So what, with Mariota? Yeah, but he had Mariota, and now he's got Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. What do you think about the hire? I don't think it's that, like. Jury's out. Yeah. I'm just saying. I can't judge it. I can't judge it. I'm just saying I don't find it spectacular. I'm not blown away by it. So. It's what we talked about before. So Jim Caldwell worked with an empty empty fridge in Detroit. You hire Patricia, who's a goof, yep. and, and, and late for meetings, and yet this guy's still like, that's the thing. Like, you're not, it's, it's not obj- addition by subtraction. You're like, Cliff Kingsbury couldn't win in the Big 12. What the hell is he going to do in the National Football League? It seems to me that and Matt LaFleur. Guys, he's a real hot name. It seems to me that Matt LaFleur yeah, is a trendy name because he was with Sean McVay before. So exactly, so a lot like, of other guys right. are with Sean McVay. So it's like, oh, he's with Sean McVay. He must be really, really smart and old. He's Sean McVay guy. He went to Tennessee. It's like, well, I don't know. Titans offense was no better this year That's... than it was under Malarkey. Actually, I think it regressed. And if anything, really, to be honest, you're right. Their passing attack was actually was better under Malarkey. Yes, with and, Corey. And this year, you have another. The only one good thing about the Titans this year was Derrick Henry save your ass. Yes. Derrick Henry actually played well in the last half of the season and carried you guys to where, the, to where oh, you got. Okay, so you're this offensive genius. Where the hell was Corey Davis now? He's not a kid well, anymore. The guy was an absolute stud in college, Gabe. Western Michigan is one of the best receivers in college football. No, but the thing is, Matt LaFleur, yeah. I'm not going to fully judge him no, because I'm not either. of the, the situation in Tennessee. But, but I'm saying. I'm not making it out like this is some great slam dunk hire. Amen. It's the same crap with jo- Josh McDaniels. They talk about oh, Josh McDaniels this, Josh. Why? Because Josh McDaniels is the QB coach, and he's there. Tom Brady, bro, was already Tom Brady. When Josh McDaniels was like 22 years old Tom Brady. and getting drunk in college, Tom Brady was winning. I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, actually, oh, it's not like, oh, my God, yeah, yeah, Josh McDaniels. I will say this. Josh McDaniels made Tom Brady. It's like... Josh McDaniels just just happens Dude. to be on a staff on a team that Tom Brady's on, and somehow he's some sort of offensive guru. As a twist of fate, the guy was a horrible coach best, with Denver. The best thing that ever happened to the Indianapolis Colts was Josh McDaniels not taking that job and yes. Frank Reich stepping in there and changing the whole face of that franchise. Yes, it was addition. It, 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 things are great now. Like man, I Ballard's done a great job. Frank Reich is the perfect man for the job. He wasn't even going to get the damn job. That's how it happens. All these big name hires. Ooh, yeah. You know what? They're the ones that turn out to be flat. All right, let's get to your lineup. Yeah, I, I feel that way. I just, I, I don't like that. Let's get to some calls too. We got Julio in Chicago, but let's get yeah. to your your lineup here. Yeah, where would you like me to start? I'll start with hockey, or you want me? Give us a college football. Lineup. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Gabe, you're gonna like this college football lab. Are you ready? So we're gonna start with uh, Trevor Lawrence. Says the hello, the king. Yeah, Scott Angle, the king. It's Trevor Lawrence tonight, Gabe. Because then I could still afford to get guys in the lineup. We like his prop over two forty three and a half as well. Hey, ATN, got to be there tonight. This guy's going to be huge for Clemson. He averages 24 uh, DraftKings points, Morency, so he's going to be on the team. Hunter Renfro, you need a cheap receiver. At $2,800, I think he's the best option, and you talk about it. Four catches, 62. 
five for 80 against South Carolina. I know the pit game, nothing there, but you got to take a chance with these guys. So $2,800 is a steal. Now we're going to go with Bama. Josh G- Jacobs, hello, how you doing? He's going to carry the rock. 15 carries for 98 yards against uh, OU, against Oklahoma in that game. Gabe also a couple catches out of the backfield. I like that play. He's $8,000. Then we're going to go with Ruggs, the, Char- not Charles Howell the third, Henry Ruggs the third. Usually I'm picking the third. He's a golfer, not this guy. He's going to be fine tonight. I know the last couple games, only six receptions, $1,500. you got to fill out the team. And finally, Jerry Judy. This guy is absolutely huge for Alabama, buddy. Big play threat, touchdowns in three straight games. Marenzi, this is the team. Lawrence, ATN, Renfro, Jacobs, Ruggs the third, and Judy no change because I'm in New York. It's expensive. All right. I'm going with Trevor Lawrence as well as the captain uh, just because I don't think Clemson are going to be able to run the football that much, and this is why I'm not going to play a Chad. I'm going all wide receiver on this and quarterback. So I've got Trevor Lawrence and Tua. So i got both quarterbacks. Yep. I like your Renfro pick of $2,800 worth a little bit of a stab, and this allows me to go with the, the bigger names. Jerry Judy um, of, uh, of Alabama. T. Higgins. Oh, I like that. Clemson. I like T. Higgins. And uh, what is it? Devontae? Devonta? Devonta. <laughs> Devontae? Devonta? Devon, yeah. Tomato, tomato. Is it Devontae? I think it's Devontae. Isn't it? Devontae? I think it is. I don't know. Devonta. It's spelled Devonta. Yeah, I guess. You say Devonta. I say Devonte. Either way. His Smith. last name, the best Smith. D. Smith. Yeah, that's right. Call, call, call me Mr. Smith. Number six, all right? What's <laughs> that? Number, number, number I, six. I like Smith. <laughs> Smith, get over here. Good catch, Smith. Come here. Listen, I need you to go emotion a little faster, though, six. Uh, yeah, six catches, 104 yards uh, in, in the last game, 25.4 points. You know what's amazing about Alabama wide receivers? Every one of them actually average over, uh, listen to this, his top five receivers, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs III, Jalen Waddell, uh, Devonta Smith and tight end Irv Smith Jr. all average at least 16-1 yards per catch with at least 67% uh, catch rate. That's amazing. That's solid, man. You guys catch everything that's thrown <laughs> yep. their way because it's accurate. They're going to the next level. They're going there. Alabama's got a lot of guys that are going to be playing on Sundays. Man, this is going to be a what a, from a football perspective. It's perfect. All the they're all strength versus strength. Yeah, buddy. you got two of the best college football teams in the country by far. By far, going head-to-head. Here. Defenses. Uh, yep, this is it. They're heading, you said it earlier on the show. Clemson and Alabama are here. Everybody else is down here. All right, so I've got Trevor Lawrence, Hunter Renfro, Tua Tagovailoa, Jerry Judy, T. Higgins, and Devonta Smith. Pretty good team, I think. And, I like it. And we're in 200-year change. Oh, 200, nice. See, you've been, that's, you give the utility guy and 10-year change, yeah. 190. Two, 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 <laughs> Here, here's 190, 10-year change, sir. NBA basketball, DFS lineup, James Harden point guard, Shabazz Napier shooting guard, Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, small forward. Yeah, BB. Uh, Kurix, power forward. And for if you guys out there, you know, like, who's uh, Kurix? It's uh, the uh, K-U-R-U-C... Uh, yeah. S guy. Kurix. Not, not Keurig, the coffee. Yeah, yeah, Kurix. Kurix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kurix. Pods. He's on Brooklyn. Uh, Joseph Nurchik. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell. Wesley Matthews. DeAndre Jordan. No change. Yeah, you got a few uh, Euros and the rest uh, North American players. Yeah, yeah, good point. I got uh, what? I got uh, Nurkic, yeah. Kurix, Bobdanovich. Same here. here. My hockey lineup, I got a lot of Euros. Yeah, so Harden. Harden's just the best fantasy player of basketball right now. The guy's killing it. I mean, look, look at those DFS points he got here. 
57, kind of a bad game for Yeah, him. that's 57. The game before, yeah. 91. Hello. The game before that, 82. Very good. Game before that, 71 and a half. Every day. 60, 64, 66, 67. It's too good. Well, I don't know. You pay up for him. The, or guy, else you're gonna, yeah. the guy can take 12 steps. They don't call it traveling. It's ridiculous. I'm not saying that I love Harden, all right? I, no. Harden, he's I a, have he's a lot a, of deficiencies about Harden's game. but He's a DFS monster. Dude, he gets every damn call, like more than LeBron James. It's bizarre. It's like he's brainwashed them. It's like he does, he did it so much. That they just don't call it now. That it's, it's almost like NFL teams, you notice, they all pass interfere now on every play, and they're like, they can't yeah, call, call every everyone. Play. And they won't. It's a smart way of going. Harden realized this, too. He's like, I'll travel on every play, and they're not going to call it every play. It's entertainment. It's entertainment. They're not going to call it. <laughs> it's entertainment. And they don't. It's true. No, no, it's true. I know. It's, it's, and he's uh, it's also, nuts. He's also perfected that he takes it to the line, and he either lays it in, yeah. Or he doesn't get touched, and he'll throw the ball in the air. Like he got hit. Oh! Oh! oh. And you watch in slow motion, oh, it's yeah, like yeah. no one touched him. Exactly. Oh. He's a great actor. But it works. And the ref's like, all right. That's why the other night it was pretty interesting. Corey brought up a good point, actually, um, that I think he's on to something here. Steph Curry did Harden's move the other night. He did a three-ball shot where he slid, he slid, and then he slid again, and he shot it. And right after, he he said, what about Harden? And they went to him. And I think they're setting it up because they just lost to him. They're setting it up in the future. That, that he'll get a traveling you're call? You're going to call this traveling on me, Steph Curry, but you're going to let Harden take yeah, all these steps? It's actually a brilliant move. That's sort of like smart gamesmanship for the future. I agree. Because he's going to say, hey, next time when they play and Harden does that, Curry's going to say, hey, guys. I'm Steph Curry. I'm one of the best players in the league. You call me for that, you ever but know, you're not calling him for this? You know what they do in match play golf? You, when you give the guy the six-foot putt and you take it away, when he needs to make it on 17, he didn't make that putt, he shakes, he lifts exactly. out, you win. A little gamesmanship. Gamesmanship's a lot right, of fun. Let's, let's bring in Julio right now, see Julio. what he says about the title. Julio. Julio. What's up, Julio? Julio. I'm not blaming Cody Parkey. I mean, uh, we we all everyone in Chicago knew if you were going to put him in that position to win the game, he was going to lose it. I wish I had a good live in-game prop on Cody Parkey to miss. Yes or no? Well, I somebody uh, bet it actually before there was. Actually, will, there, will there be a missed field goal attempt? At yeah. my book, though, because after the timeout, I told Lisa he's going to miss a second kick. I tried to live bet and get some on the Eagles. They they locked it. But down. what do you think, Julio? Look, Ricky Sanders, the Bears fan, he brought it up that he didn't mind the third the, the call where they went to the end zone before because they're thinking, well, let's just try to end this now. But. You know, listen, he wouldn't have missed a 37-yarder, a 40-yarder, you know what I mean, or a 34-yarder. I would have went right. for a couple of more plays, a couple of more yards. Quick hit to the sideline, boom, quick out. And if not, yeah, you you hope for the best. But as opposed to striking for the touchdown at the end of the game, I would have tried to pick it up. I mean, come on, it's a 43-yarder, man. You know, you get another seven yards, you're talking about a 36-yarder. He's not missing it. It's an extra point, right? Yeah, hit the bar. I don't, maybe he was destined to miss it no matter what, though, Julio. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, I, I see all sides of it. Uh, I would have ran the football. I understand going to the end zone to try to try to win it there. Uh, it, yeah. 
It, it, it is what it is, and, uh, you know, the, the old saying, the sun will come up tomorrow. Unfortunately, the sun literally did not come up today, so it's going to rain and, and doom and gloom day in Chicago. So I, you know what? You're a nice guy. for another day. I love you, Julio. You're a great guy, but, man, Chicago Bear fans are douchebags. It's a Chicago thing. F you and, oh, kill them this and death threat. And oh, yeah. Well, just look, like look, Bartman look, and stuff. It's like shut look, up and go back yeah. to your crap-ass it, job. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. The, the, the majority of Bear fans are lumped in the Cub fan sector. So, I, I mean, I'm not surprised I went to college with Bartman's niece. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Cub fans, <laughs> Cub fans, Bear fans are, are ruthless people. <laughs> They're ruthless. Most Sox fans like myself, we're hard workers. We're, uh, yeah, I'd be a Sox guy. I, I like it. I always say I'm on. I, hey, I, yeah, I'm, hey, I'm a White Sox guy White in Chicago. Sox guy? This guy, I'm yeah. white, I've always been White Sox yeah, guy yeah, over Cub guy. Yeah. I'm White Sox guy. And we were talking earlier about Cliff Kingsbury, NFL. It's like, what are they nuts? Get this. The New York Jets supposedly might be close to hiring Baylor's Matt Rule. Are you kidding me? Like, what the hell, hell are these guys seeing these guys? Why, because the guy won six games at Temple once? What the hell's yeah, wrong with you people? Saturday. I heard that Saturday. I guess he, he grew up a Jets fan, too, so... Well, I grew up a Bills fan. Yeah. Make me the coach. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the, like you said it earlier, the NFL, most uh, either coaches, coordinators, or the, the the ones that hire people are just idiots. They, they, it's a copycat league, league for a reason. They try to go for a hot name. It, it's, it's ridiculous. But yet a guy like Jim Caldwell can't get a job anymore. But yeah. uh, a guy like Cliff Kingsbury what I said. Uh, is being uh, suited for Good a job. Point. It's quite ridiculous. Good point. Quite ridiculous. Uh, quickly, Cam, your experience at the uh, East Coast Sportsbook. Did you enjoy it? Uh, he didn't go. No, I didn't go. I he never made it out there. No, go. no. We were going to, me and Gabe were going to go on Saturday and then I uh, ended up betting. Uh, I have the apps on my phone. No, we were going to go tonight. He's got to work in the morning and I got an early flight. I got to get up at 5 o'clock, so no, I, I didn't even make it out there. I went to Al's. Yeah, I went to Al's. We went well, to Al's. We watched the game yesterday at uh, Jack Doyle's. Actually, I enjoyed that. That was fine. We should have, you, you said it, though. We probably should have gone that day, right? That would have been the day to go. Yeah, we should have just bit the bull and said, I will go to the book. We started drinking. Or I, did, it, I did it, anyway. it, is, it is what it is. Yeah, it's true. So my book, my book has the Trevor Lawrence uh, quarterback prop completions at 283. For some reason, two forty three. Number one to get. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I w- I, I want to know no, what book you difference. guys are at because I I want to grab that number. Yeah, I don't I don't think I'll, I'll bet the difference, but uh, I I'm leaning towards Clemson teasing at twelve and a half. That's very tantalizing. Along with the over and screwed. I'm just going to go money line as well. My book is plus two hundred. Under, two undefeated teams. Something's got to give. I really like Clemson, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on that. I want to get your Thoughts, Cam, on, on any NHL plays, anything that uh, captivates yeah. your eyes. I had a sweater. Uh, I was sweating out a Capitals-Red Wings game yesterday. I'm thankful the Caps pulled it out 3-2. I had that on a couple of parlays. Uh, I, I needed that victory yesterday, so, yeah. so thank you to the Capitals. And, and finally, guys, it, it's early in the week. I'm sure the line will adjust, but some of these teasers, the seven-point playoff division round teasers look Phenomenal! Is it too too good to be true? Some of these double digit numbers. Yeah, you could put the Chargers. I think at plus twelve. You could put the Colts at double yes. digits. I think you could put the Cowboys at fourteen. You could grab the Rams. Saints pick them almost eighteen. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Are these too good to be true? Teaser numbers for uh, divisional round action. 
I, I, no, I, I, I like them a lot. I, I tease the Colts. You like the Colts too, Marenzi? Colts down to the Rams. The Colts, Colts in the overs, good teaser. Yeah. The Saturday teaser, Colts-Rams like teaser is a nice teaser uh, right there as well. As far as the total uh, is concerned for tonight, down to 56 right now. Continues to creep. Yeah, people are smashing the under? I think it's because it's raining there. Yeah. And I can see the pregame It looks right pretty. Now. Is it bleak? No, it's San Francisco rain. Yeah, it's, it's like Vancouver it's a in the wintertime. It's drizzle, yeah. nothing. It's Pacific. Yeah. I got, we'll go hockey picks, Julio. Listen on the other side, Yeah, we'll buddy. get Cam's hockey picks on your side. Enjoy the game tonight, Julio. Yeah, take care. Finally, guys, I think it's Wednesday. Uh, Chelsea against Tottenham Spurs. Grab the both teams to score and over two and a half goals in that one. All right, good, good luck tonight, guys. Good stuff. Later, Julio. Julio. All right, game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio. It was just been raining all weekend yeah. there, but it's not a heavy rain. No, it's fine. They'll be fine. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Right, I see people bitching right now. They're uh, the media shocked. SB Nation shocked at the concession prices uh, tonight at the football game. Bottled water, five dollars. Okay, well, welcome to New York. Premium draft beer, fourteen dollars. Twenty dollars at a Leaf game. Glass of wine, fourteen. Eh, wine's mixed, expensive. Mixed drink, fourteen. That's life. Cocktails on tap, sixteen. Welcome to the national championship. Domestic game. bottle of beer, twelve. Huh? I don't know. Evidently, the person who wrote this article has uh, never left uh, Tennessee or Tuscaloosa before. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, welcome to uh, Real Cities. Yeah, I bought a bottle of Poland Springs today. It was three three bucks for, like, water. So what are you going to do? You know what I will say, though? That the um, the title game shouldn't be in San Francisco. Not like Levi Stadium is a hotbed of college football, That's, that's another thing. And another thing is it is one of the most expensive cities. And if you're in college, America. yeah, yeah. Like, next to yes. put this in New York City or San Francisco, it's the most expensive cities in America. Yeah. So, like, why do you do this to people? If you right? want, Yeah, if you want value, this is not the place to host the game. No, I hate to say it, but college football should be in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm with you. should be in Texas. Remember the Mercedes-Benz prices? At, and that was at Falcon yeah, Games. Exactly. It was a $5 menu. Exactly. It's, we, it's, we a like weird, it. it's a weird place to put that. I Actually, I, I was going to say the same thing. Like, it sucks for, and listen, you know. It sucks that, for travel, too. But the thing is, exactly. It's not like a Pac-12 team is going to make it. You know no. that. So, exactly. Like people from Alabama, you got to go to San Francisco, Levi Stadium. You know how much hotel rooms are going to be out yeah, there? Yeah, and Santa Clara, you too. New York's bad. Buddy, and the th- same thing. When I was doing that hockey stuff, San Jose's not L.A. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's that part, part of the state where it's get, like it's not easy not to even, get to. It's not even a big college uh, football. <laughs> it's not easy. Cam is hockey. <laughs> he gone. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. 7-2. Good guys. Stretch, stretch, Hawk. Yeah, I got to retweet that one. Hawk <laughs> Carrollson. <laughs> I hate the Cubs. I've never like I. I got a buddy, Gabe Kenny Robinson, the comedian. Like he's a diehard Cubs fan. He's like the coolest fan I've ever met. You're right though. Most Cub fans, not so much. Like even when I went to a game there, a lot of attitude and stuff. You go, to, you go to White Sox. Like, hey, how you doing? White Sox is where it's at. Better deals. Yeah, I don't understand this game in Santa Clara. It's one of the craziest spots for it. It should not be 
in middle California in that place. It's actually insane. It's an insane destination. Yeah, it just it's in the middle of nowhere. It's really Real, dumb. It's not even in San Francisco. Like people no, in San Francisco complain about going out there. Yeah. All right, what do you got for us? You got your hockey lineup and your what are your hockey best bets? Your picks. Yeah, I got picks. You know, Julio well, asked you about the picks. Yeah, I got picks tonight for hockey, and I'm going to tell you something, Gabe. Uh, a lot of backup goalies going tonight, too. The Leafs still have major problems with their goaltending. Their first-string goaltender's out. Uh, their second-string goaltender, Sparky's out. It's uh, Hutchison time. Sparky. Yeah, and, uh, so tonight... Sparks. Sparks, yeah. He's he's the... Se- no, they're, they're, he's hurt, too. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify. Their goalie really isn't named Sparky. No, no, no. His name's Garrett Sparks. Yeah, Sparky. But Sparks. Yeah, Sparks. Minus 130, Toronto. Tonight, uh, I like the... I was old- thinking for people like Cardano, they might not know. Like, oh, yeah, Garrett Sparks. Sparky is. Yeah, he's the second-string goalie, and he's hurt, too. Well, speaking so. of goalies tonight, so, yeah, we got... That's uh, what I'm talking about. Jordan Binnington. Bing- yep, versus Carter Hart. Carter Hart. Sounds like a wrestling match. Hart surrendered three goals on 32 shots, and the Flyers lost to the Flames on Saturday. He won his first two career NHLs. Man, the Flyers just keep rolling. Like, they... I like the Flyers tonight with Carter Hart. See so he was in net for the Blues. Take a look at him. Jordan Bennington. Bennington has made two relief appearances this season, allowing four goals on 24 shots. It's not very good. No, it's not. 840 save percentage. Brutal. 25 year old has spent the majority of the season in the AHL. He's got 11 and 4 with a uh, 927 save percentage. That was in the AHL. His NHL appearances have not been positive. <laughs> True. But Philadelphia enters play having lost six in a row, 04 and 2. Not tonight. They you like the, the Flyers tonight. Love the Flyers tonight. Love them. All right, so it's Pekka Rene. Versus uh, Michael Hutchinson. Over. Leafs, Leafs are going to score on Nashville because they're going to be desperate playing bad because of a third-string goaltender. I think we can get over six goals tonight. It's not six and a half. It's six. Pekka Rene, he's sucked for a couple. Yeah, you know what? The Leafs are going to score on him. Pekka Rene's 1-5-1 with a 3.34 goals against average and an 8-9-3 save percentage his last eight games. Thank you. Uh, the Leafs have won six of their last eight games and have been averaging 4.38 goals per game during their streak. They're due. Hutchinson stopped all 28 shots that he faced in a Maple Leaf shutout win over the Canucks. That was on Saturday. That was his best game. Doobie. Devin Dubnik versus Carey Price. Love the Canadians You know, it's Carey Price. All right, so they lost. They lost to the Predators on Saturday. Yeah. But I noticed after he got ripped for making the All-Star game, he played well that night. Damn after. right, buddy. sort of expecting let, to play better. Let me give you a good situation with this uh, Minnesota-Montreal game. Minnesota on the road trip has beaten both teams. They beat the Leafs 4-3. to three. And I think they beat Ottawa four to three the last game. This is their third game. Montreal at home, almost a pick 'em price. Give me Les Habitants, the Montreal, your hometown team. Gabe, love them. You know it could be worth a look from a fantasy perspective. Who's this? Uh, this new kid, Colin Delia. Yeah, on the Chicago. I don't. You, I don't. You, I, the only reason I fifty didn't, shots on goal. He's awesome. Three goals versus the Islanders. Awesome. Three one and zero oh with a one nine eight goals against average. Actually, the Blackhawks been competitive recently yeah, because of his kid. You're right. He's the new number one goalie. You want to know why I didn't put oh. him in the lineup? Because of the opponent they're playing. Calgary Flames. Calgary's are da- Calgary's damn good. Road home. They score goals. David Riddich uh, tonight. One of my favorites. Can't, can't afford Riddich him. has been good, too. 3-0 and 1-2-6-9 goals against average his last four starts. The Flames are, uh, Riddich is the number one goaltender now, Gabe. Uh, Mike Smith's been struggling. He is the true number one guy, and they're going to ride him uh, in the second half to uh, glory. So what, what's your hockey bets? The Leafs are minus 130 against the Preds. The total is six. Leafs? Leafs. Oh, yeah, you like the Philadelphia Flyers. Minus 115 versus the St. Louis Blues. Blues. And, and you're... Down, down, down. The thrill is gone. Yeah, the Flyers suck. And so is your money. (laughs) The puck hit the The post. post.
Cody Parker. And now you got the St. Louis Blues. Yeah. Was it? No, it's Elton John. And that's why oh, yeah, they yeah, call yeah. them. No, that's why we don't bet on the Blues. Car- Carlo on defense, Steiner on PK. Conk's letting pucks in the underwork me again. That's why we don't bet on the blues. Yeah. St. Louis blues. <laughs> the blues will make you broke, people. Nice and smooth. I'll, t- oh, yeah, I'll take the Flyers tonight. Minnesota Wild at Montreal Canadiens. Canadians at minus 115. Yes. Yes. That's your bet. Yes. The Canadians. I got four hockey plays. Canadians, Flyers, Leafs, Leafs over six on the- my cue card. Ooh, Blackhawks plus one sixty. Yeah, I kind of looked at them too. I like a lot of home teams tonight. It might be home. LA night. Kings are plus one eighty at the Sharks, yeah. but they're probably not going to win. Sharks and Reg. They're probably not going to win. Sharks, so. Sharks and Reg. Uh, NBA basketball. Brooklyn Nets are now getting ten and a half. But I got to tell you, they're playing great ball. They're twelve and three in their last fifteen games. Are you taking them? Uh, it's a back to back, and they're uh. missing a lot of guys tonight. They're missing a lot of guys, so they're getting ten and a half. But I got to tell you, I wouldn't be laying ten and a half with the the Celtics here. Spurs are minus three at the Pistons pass. The one game that sort of catches my eye, the Houston Rockets, actually. Denver are a good team, but they're not a great road team. And Houston are 13-5 at home. You know, all, you gotta, all you're asking them to do is to win a basketball game. I would lean with the Houston Rockets here. Uh, Grizzlies and Pell. Pelicans are minus five. Pell's minus five. I lean with the Pells there. Uh, Jazz get five and a half at the Bucks. I would lean with the, uh, the Bucks there, minus the five and a half. Lakers and Mavericks, no strong opinion. I don't really want to lay the eight and a half. The Knicks usually do well in games like this where they're getting a ton of points. The Knicks really suck in games that they're supposed to win. Yeah, like true. When, when the Knicks are like a pick them against the Hawks, you can't trust them. Or, oh, they got to beat Sacramento on their home court. You don't do it. But when they're getting like, they're hard to trust. But Portland's coming off a big win. I would lean with the Knicks here a little bit. And then the Magic and the Kings tonight, that's a weird game. I would lean with Orlando. I don't really love the NBA tonight. But if I was going to – listen, my money's tied up in the, in, the, in the college. But if the college game goes by fast and I'm going to bet late night NBA, I would lean with the Knicks plus 11 and a half, and I would take the Houston Rockets. Those are the two NBA games to catch my eye. Out of all the gifts he's ever done – the only one, this is the best one works because Hawk Harrelson's head's as big as mine. Like, you it, look like it Hawk actually, Harrelson. that's what I'm saying. Like, Hawk Harrelson and me, it works. <laughs> like, your stuff, it works with Sabin. He gone. <laughs> he gone. He gone. <laughs> he gone. Yeah, he gone. Yeah. Got my Hawk. Oh, yeah, I'll give you a quick Somebody hockey asking, how, how was the Olive Garden? You- didn't make it too expensive. They have an Olive Garden right over on uh, it's like uh, on, uh, 39th or 40th. It's right near Times Square. Square. Yeah. yeah, I looked at the prices. It's a fancy Olive Garden. Thirty dollar entrees. Why would I go? I thought it was six ninety five with free breadsticks. It's not. That's out out of town Olive Gardens. I found a local joint. Nothing is six ninety five in Times Square. Well, my point being, I'm not paying thirty dollars for lobster mac and cheese at Olive Garden. I might as well go to a real Italian restaurant. Think I'm an idiot? Yeah, but it would be better at this Olive Garden. Mm, I don't know about that. I, I'm I'm saying BS. So you're saying the Olive Garden, Times Square, they really jacked the prices. Yeah, up. and I don't know. Like, they're probably slinging out to another tourist. Ah, just give them some food. Get them out of here. Like, I don't think the, the experience is you, I want all the free breadsticks and everything that I want. Yeah, I didn't make it to Olive Garden. It looked, it looked. I did a lot of good, the great food around here. Though. Actually, the best value in New York City, the pizza slices, hands down. If you're broke, they got great slices for oh, you, cheap. You got some of the dollar slices. Oh, I've, done it, I've done it like multiple times. 
Yeah, I had some pizza on the street in Hoboken the other night. It was pretty good. What do you got for your hockey lineup? Thank you, Marenzi. Yes, I got a hockey lineup tonight. We're going to go with Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs against Nashville tonight. Goals, 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 guys. I could see it. Matthews coming off three points against Vancouver. Hey, this guy, he could do it all. I'm telling you, I love the situation tonight for Austin Matthews. Next, we're going to go with Thomas Hurdle. $5,800 at the center position for the Sharks. SJ Sharkey plays the Kings tonight, so I think San Jose's in a good spot for a win. If you want to use a goaltender, that might be the game to do it, but it's expensive. On the wing for San Jose, we had to go cheap because Matthews is expensive. We're going to go with Junis Donskoy. He's been actually really good. His last three games, other other game against Tampa Bay, he got no points. Before that, five DK points, seven and a half, seven. Ride the hot hand, people, for a cheap play, and he's getting really, really good production for the minutes that he plays. Then we're going to go with Johnson of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Andreas Johnson, I'll tell you, he's been really, really good, and now playing with Austin Matthews, Gabe, so we get that stack. Matthews is expensive. He's only $4,700 and 6.5 DK points in his last game since playing on that unit. I think it's going to be a really, really nice spot. Patrick Kane, you say what you want about the guy. He's amazing. For Chicago, every single night you put him in, Gabe, he got me 14 DK points before. Listen, listen 13, 10, 5. Like, he's very, very consistent, and he's never the top guy, and the Blackhawks aren't getting respect, and they're playing much better hockey. So, Patrick Kane. Travis Dermott of the Leafs, cheap defenseman if you need one. Last couple of games, he's got points in back-to-back games. He's only $3,200, so I think that's a very, very nice price. You want to ride a hot hand? Noah Hannafin of the Calgary Flames. This guy's on fire. Four points in his last two games as a blue liner, $4,500. you got to keep the train rolling, and he's getting more minutes too. Noah Hannafin, watch out for that guy. Gabe, you talked about it. you got to go cheap when you got a couple big guns in your lineup. Carter Hart taking a chance. you got to have heart, heart to heart. He's the Philadelphia goaltender against the Blues tonight. You said it. First couple games, great. Not so great before, but in a good situation where Philly breaks the streak tonight. And I'm going to go with Ryan Johansson as my utility. Predators versus Leafs and a lot of points. Johansson's the big threat for the Nashville Predators tonight. That chick's pretty hot on Heart to Heart. I liked her, too. Not many women could rock a pantsuit and get you excited. She could. Yeah, she could. Um... I love those old school shows. Remington Steel. What was the butler's name? Max. (laughs) I am Max. <laughs> kind of creepy that dude. Yeah, there's a lot of creepy. Who would have thought though that uh, what's the guy Robert Wagner? He mur- you yeah. talk about R. Kelly. Robert Wagner. There seems to be a trail of dead actresses everywhere this guy goes, and people basically stated that he threw a chick off a boat. He did. He probably did. And now though, that was Natalie Wood, right? And then there's like another actress. We're same thing. Sort of last scene with Robert Wagner. And, you know, for legal purposes, hey, everything's just obviously allegedly, yeah, but yeah. I'm just stating that, you know, if you see Robert Wagner, do what you do if you see Kevin Spacey in a piano bar. You turn around and you walk away. <laughs> I can tell you one thing. If you're a lady, you don't want to be on a vessel with Robert Wagner. No. That's a, that's a death a sentence. Yeah. No. Ale- it's just, and just if, a, you're an 18, just if you're an 18-year-old uh, male, you don't want to be in a piano bar with Kevin Spacey. Did you see Spacey's rant where he went into character and, like, defended himself? That's pretty I, twisted. I almost, like, threw up. It was so that's gross. That's when you know you're insane. You're, you're, you absolutely are When nuts. you think that your character, character. somehow is going to, yeah. like, protect yeah. you from reality. I'm going to be my House of Cards character. Yeah, good stuff there, Spacey. I know. If me and my girlfriend, I'm like, we're like, what's this guy doing? It was brutal. All right, so my picks tonight, I'm keeping it pretty simple, actually. Clemson, seven-point teaser. So I got Clemson plus 12 and a half, and then the over, over 49. I like the sound of that. Clemson, uh, so Clemson over, uh, Clemson over seven-point teaser. 
Clemson and Alabama combined total over 56. I like the over this game. I think think it's going to get there. And I'm getting Trevor Lawrence at 243 and a half passing yards. Either way, it gets there. Either he has a good game and Clemson plays well and it gets there. Or, or they're they're trailing from behind and it gets there because because he's going to have to throw the football. So the only thing to stop me from really crushing this prop is the fact that injuries happen. They do, you know. You don't want to say, "Oh, there's no way that," you know. I mean, it uh, it doesn't uh, it doesn't come in. But I'm starting to like this more and more right now. To be honest, over two forty three and a half. I love it. If I was going to play one prop, and you talked about it, there's so many different ways you can get it. If Clemson has to come back, Lawrence has a laser arm, and he's going to fire it, right? They're going to have to abandon the running game and really really start throwing the ball. I think it's probably one of the best props on the board tonight, Gabe. I'm over 243. Julio's book said he had an error, 283. So, 283 and a half. Yeah, so we're getting 40 yards of, you know, like 243 seems low to me. Maybe our book just... They're the ones who made the mistake. Yeah, these props. Though, I know though, they're very they're, sharp. They're, they're very sharp. What else you got for? I us? got a lot of th- best, uh, yeah. best bets. Cab Stewart, Montreal. Not last time ever in Studio Thirty Four, but last yeah. time for a little while. For a while, if I, I got to be honest with you, picking the Bears was really stupid. I could have really turned it around and come to New York again. Now I got to go home and work. Montreal minus one fifteen. Toronto minus one thirty. Philly minus one fifteen. And Toronto Nashville over six. NCAA football game. I'm not dicking around with the tease or anything. I'm just going to take Clemson on my book. I'm going to pay a little extra to get plus six. Plus six minus fifteen on Clemson on my book. And I'm going to take the Trevor Lawrence over two forty three prop two forty three and a half throwing. I absolutely love it. Those are my plays tonight. We're going to enjoy the football game. Hopefully, it's going to be a classic. They match up well. All right. Uh, let's see. They match up very very well. March Madness starts when? In uh, March 13th, usually around there, right? What? It went by fast, but... We're in February? No, we're in Jan- yeah, January it's like 8th right now? like a full year ago we were in Vegas. Yeah, we were. It's one full year. Think about it. It actually so was. We're in January right now. March Madness starts on uh, March 21st. How do you feel about a Vegas trip for the first weekend of that? Oh, yeah, we got to do it. Yeah. Now, that's the thing. Like, we're not going to have chances to come. And I got to be honest Daniel. with you, I could stay at the South Point or the Golden uh, Gate or, you know, the, the El Cortez, and you can't it's real top, cheap. You can't top Vegas, especially on... Fr- uh, for the first two days. Yeah, the first, you know what I mean? Even the first four days. Yeah, first four. You're right. Last year, unfortunately, you and I both stupidly booked our ticket for Saturday night instead of Sunday night. I know. Actually worked out for the best. I was happy after. Yeah, well, we walked away with, yeah. The Michigan game, you walked away with money and didn't spend any more money. Sunday afternoon when I was watching the games on my couch, instead of, like, hung over going to the airport, I was like, yeah, it's actually not bad. You know what we think we should do? We leave on on, uh, the Wednesday night and then come back on the the, or Thursday and then come back on the weekend. We'll talk about it. Yeah, but I'm just saying, yeah, it is around the corner. I know. It's it's real January, January 6th now, January 7th right now. Month and change. Yeah. Two months and a week and a half or so. Exactly. And what are your best bets? Do you get your best bets? We we always talk about this, but it helps to buy in advance. Yeah, my best bets: Clemson over seven point teaser, Clemson Alabama over fifty six, Trevor Lawrence over two forty three and a half. Other than that, you're on your own.